The Money Show. The Markets. To Meryl Pick we go, who's a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. Meryl is with us on the line from Cape Town. It was good after days and days and days of obliteration of shares on the JSE, <laughs> wiping out all of the gains so hard won during 2023 last week that we had a bit, bit of a, a recovery bounce today, Meryl. Good evening, Bruce, and good evening to your listeners. Um, yes, a recovery um, indeed. Um, rather broad base, but um, perhaps um, somewhat skewed towards the resources and the, the financials, um, who are certain sectors still taking pressure, precious metals in particular, still under pressure today. Commodities generally, though, I mean, it's a, it's a global demand thing, isn't it? Um, with, with China sort of slowing down to a retreat, um, it, it's hard to see how that you know, commodity prices get any kind of support anytime soon. Absolutely. You know, I think China is dominating um, headlines last few days. Um, you know, I think the expectations coming into 2023, a big um, theme certainly that we um, had um, conviction in, was that we would have a desynchronized growth for the year, you know, that the US, the Eurozone and, and developed markets in general would slow down. Um, but that COVID um, reopening of, of China, post-COVID reopening of China, would offset um, some of the sogginess and softness creeping into into global growth. And I think um, while the COVID reopening speed exceeded um, people's expectations, um, Chinese growth has not. Um, you know, and we've seen a mild response from um, the regulators, they're trimming rates by 15 basis points, um, but they do seem to be stuck between a rock and a hard place. The usual playbook of, um, you know, stimulating the property market, which is obviously very commodity intensive, um, has got issues because they are really trying to reform the property sector um, with a long term with a long term view. So, how do they stimulate the economy without? reversing the progress on um, you know, cleaning up the property sector. That is the challenge. Yeah, it's huge. And it's been, things have been slumbering for a decade or more. We've just been waiting for a, a catalyst for it to break. Uh, and I, I wonder if this is that moment. Well, time, you know, time will tell. I think our view has been that um, any recovery in China will more likely be consumer-led. So we've seen that play out. Um, and to some extent, you've seen performance of, of Tencent and Richmond hold up um, this year, you know, and that the property sector is structurally challenged, that that traditional playbook that we've seen from China simulating through property, um, we would not see a repeat of that. So, so far that has, has played out and it's played out through the resources counters, as you mentioned. Um, and we also, you know, it's got broader implications for, I guess the level of of, of global growth, um, as I as I mentioned, which is why our stance has been to prefer more defensive positioning, the likes of British American Tobacco and Hauser Bush, um, because without China, this, this huge growth engine to bail out global growth, the global growth level um, could actually be um, under stress for the remainder of the year. 
Tungela results today, and hopefully we'll catch up with July and Tovu, the chief executive. Uh, but the Financial Times encapsulating it very well in an article that has just been published on their site. Thermal coal producer Tungela hardly lived up to its Zulu name to ignite when it listed in Joburg and uh, London about two years ago. Global miner Anglo-American spun it off because of its vulnerability to South Africa's political risks. The loss-making mm. group accordingly did not set the investment world alight. Not much has changed since then. It's quite a a, a damning in, uh, indictment of a company that after a, a real boom of supplying unmothballed coal-fired power stations uh, you know immediately after the attack by Russia on Ukraine um that uh, times are tough again quite um you know so i think earnings are down some some 70% um and really tungila was um the beneficiary of skyrocketing coal prices um, last year, as you mentioned, related to the Russia-Ukraine invasion and the impact of that on energy prices globally. So, you know, we saw a resurgence in demand um, for thermal coal, um, particularly in Europe, and um, constrained supply. So I think the constrained supply part of the story is not going away and is a long-term theme. Due to ESG and climate change concerns, definitely there's been underinvestment in this as a commodity. Um, you know, most miners have come out and said they're not going to reinvest in, in new capacities going forward. There's been limited investment in new coal-fired power stations as well outside of Asia. So, um, but we saw delays and we saw mothballed things being reopened last year. So, with um, with that being said. South Africa has its own specific issues, um, Transnet being one of them, and Tungela's fate is tied quite strongly to tra- Transnet's performance. So what is the volume that we can export even um, versus, versus what is potentially could be mined? Then we know that the, the operating assets are not, you know, on the lower end of the cost curve. These are not amazing um, um, assets in terms of operating performance, but given where coal prices were, that did not matter <laughs> for yeah. about a year. And now with coal prices falling, you know those specific issues are coming um, back to the fore. It's still trading on a healthy dividend, still generating um, um, some cash, but certainly um, any resurgence in in and. Uh, pick up in demand and pick up in coal prices, which is still possible um, given Europe's fragile, um, you know, fragile gas um, 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 supply. It is possible if we go into a cold winter that you could see a spike in coal okay. prices, etc. Okay. But I think um, they're not going to see a repeat of last year. No, it's highly, highly unlikely. A quick thought on Curo, the private education business, seems to be in far better shape today than it was a year or two ago. Yes, um, one of the few, you know, encounters that still delivering um, resilient results, still, de- still delivering growth, um, and. In all likelihood, the long-term structural theme of needing to um, access private education, you know, I think that is something that is there to stay. Um, so there is some resilience um, and they have found, you know, a new a new base there. So positive result um, from an ESA Inc. counter. Which is really good to see. Thank you, Meryl Pick, Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group.